It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, and welcome to the Happy Families Podcast. Uh, today, uh, we're picking up on a conversation that we had a few weeks ago, maybe five or six weeks ago now, with James Anderson. If you missed it, we will link to it in the show notes. It was, I think, a really important conversation for any parent of children who uh, kids who are struggling, kids who uh, aren't quite sure about their learning, or kids who avoid doing things that are hard because they don't want to do hard things. And it's not necessarily because they're lacking motivation. It may be more to do with mindset. James Anderson works with schools. James works with parents. Uh, He's a speaker, an author, an educator, and he knows about kids and learning. So I'm really excited to have him back on the podcast. James, thanks for joining me again uh, to talk about kids and their learning. Absolute pleasure to be here again, Justin. So I want to have a conversation today about this idea that you've developed called learnership. We hear all the time about things like leadership. But learnership is this concept that you've developed to help kids be skillful learners. Uh, Help us to understand this and why it matters. Yeah, look, learnership is one of these things we we don't intuitively understand that – well, let me put it this way. A mentor of mine described thinking and learning to me this way, that we all learn to move. Like as a young child, we crawl when we're ready, we stand up and walk when we're ready, and we can all move naturally. And we all learn naturally as well. You know, we come along, we learn how to feed ourselves, we learn how to talk and do all the rest of it. But some of us, as we grow, learn to become very graceful, very powerful, very coordinated movers. And while some of the rest of us go through life stumbling through the world and bumping into door frames with two left feet, and the same is true of learning, that while we can all naturally learn, some of us learn very skillfully, very effectively. We train ourselves to be more effective in the skill of learning. And it's that idea to think about learning not just as something we do, but rather as something we do well, to get better at the process of getting better that this idea of learnership is all about. So let's imagine that uh, there's a parent who's listened to this podcast who has a child who hates learning who says, I don't want to learn. Now, I don't believe that because they might not want to learn at school, but they're pretty excited about learning on the soccer pitch or they're really excited about learning about Pokemon or they're really excited about learning about something. It's just the school stuff that they're not uh, drawn to. How do we help that parent to engage a child in learning, especially when the child doesn't seem to have any interest in the learning that we as a society have deemed essential for uh, that child to learn? Yeah, well, that question is probably related back to our last podcast where we talked about mindset. Mm -hmm. So the kid with a fixed mindset thinks learning is about discovering their abilities, whereas the kid with a growth mindset understands that learning is about creating their abilities. And once you understand that learning is about creating, changing yourself, not about finding out if you're good at maths, but becoming good at maths, then the next sensible question to ask is, well, how do I get good becoming what I want to become. And so the first thing we can do as parents is start having that conversation, not just about what you're learning at school. Like when our children come home from school, we say, what did you learn today? Rather than having that conversation. Nothing I learned, nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) But rather than having that conversation, ask the question, how did you learn today? What were you doing today as you were trying to learn? For example, when I talk about learnership, one of the characteristics I talk about is our relationship to challenge, and this is connected to our mindset stuff, 
that some kids, when they um, are confronted with challenges, will avoid them altogether, and that's often a mindset issue. They think the challenge is going to measure and judge them. Some students will um, accept a challenge up to the point that they know they can succeed. They'll do their best. This is what I call a performance learner. These are the, the children you've probably come across that like to go, ta-da, look what I can do, ta-da, look what I can do. But as soon as you say, try this slightly hard thing, they'll go, no, I, I can't. let me do the thing that I can do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They, they avoid what they can't do and they approach what they can do. That's right. Yeah. And there's lots of research around how kids know where that is. Some students will be compliant. You know, they'll attempt a challenge that the teacher gives them and just sort of walk through being led through the learning process by the teacher. Some students, as you get a better relationship with challenge, will start to um, target their own challenge, set their own goals and say, I want to get here. Rather than the teacher saying, this is where we're going, the student will say, this is where I want to go. But really, really skillful learners start embracing challenges. They embrace challenges in the spirit of JFK when he was talking about the moon landings. And he said, we do these things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That they know that every time they challenge themselves, they change themselves. And that you know, these learners that I call non-learners, the ones that are not accepting challenges at all, they go through a class or the day, yeah, day starts, day finishes, they've produced nothing and they're the same. The students that follow the teacher's instruction or just do their best, the day starts, they produce stuff, but they stay the same at the end of the day. The students that stretch and challenge themselves and embrace challenges, they start the day, they produce things, but they produce them in a way that changes who they are. They grow as a result. And they're the ones that, when we talk about lifelong learners, they're the ones that are really on that journey of continuously growing because they're out there doing things because they are hard. Neurodiverse children are beautiful, but they also bring unique challenges for parents and educators. The world does not always accommodate them easily or well. Communication, affection, behaviour, learning and almost every other aspect of life can be challenging for the child and their families. The webinar, A Parent's Guide to Autism, by leading autism expert Michelle Garnett, can help parents and educators strengthen the bond with their autistic children for better outcomes for children and families. A Parent's Guide to Autism is available at happyfamilies.com.au. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the type or parent who just wants answers now. My guest today on the pod is James Anderson. James works in schools and with parents around issues related to helping our children to become skillful learners, to move into what we would typically call today a growth mindset. I may be going off track just a little bit with this, James, but as I, as I hear you talk about this student, this child who embraces challenge and who grows as a result versus kids who are perhaps less excited, less enthusiastic about what challenges mean. There's part of me that is chafing a little bit because of the way our school system demands that all children participate in the same challenges. All children have to do the same classes. They have to follow the same curriculum. I, I, love, I love the concept that we want our kids to embrace challenges, but why do they all have to embrace the same challenges? Now, that might be beyond the scope of our conversation, but I wonder if you have anything to say about 
individuality and helping kids find and follow their own strengths and what that can do to direct them in the path of that that lifelong learnership, that agility around learning, that growth that comes from embracing challenge? Yeah, great question. I'll just challenge you a little bit on the idea of find and follow their strengths. That that concept, when we talk about finding and following your strengths, is one of discovering your abilities. It's actually quite a fixed mindset concept. And what I would suggest to you is that the way we want to talk to our children is to have them choose what they want to become rather than discover what they have and therefore can only be this. Choose what things you want to become. To do that, you've got to get this uh, relationship with challenge. And I think this is where the essence of your question comes in because you're right, this, the system... Eh, we could change the system and allow students to negotiate curriculum and all sorts of things. And we would probably have to have a much longer podcast to talk about. This, yeah, this, this is not the two hour podcast for the, for the time free parent, the, the parent who's got lots of time and doesn't yeah, need yeah. any answers in a hurry. The, the two hour summary of how we cre- fix the education system. Yeah. But I think we can talk about something here that will be of benefit to answering your question and to your listeners as well. One of the things that that learner who's out there embracing challenges, choosing to become who they want or need to be, understands is what it feels like to be in their learning zone. You mentioned at the start of the podcast about the child who you know, runs away from challenge, that doesn't want to put the effort in, that, that sort of thing. And part of the reason is that they expect things to be easy or hard. And if it's hard, it's going to be hard today, it's going to be hard tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day. And who wants to do that? So what they do is they go, all right, I'll do find, find the things that are easy for me. And so to help our children break through that, we need them to understand what it feels like to be in their learning zone. Now, let me explain that concept. You've heard about the comfort zone, yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's where there is no growth, but gee, it's, um, it's a nice place to be from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a big misunderstanding about our comfort zone. We hear parents and educators, people talk about, you know, you've got to get outside your comfort zone, do something new, do something different. But your comfort zone is full of things that you've mastered a long time ago. But it's also full of things that are what I call easy things you haven't done yet. All right, the world is full of easy things you haven't done yet. Now, let me put you on the spot. Um, Do you know your 15 times tables, Justin? I've never practiced them before, but I reckon I could nail it if I had to. We've got 15, 30, 45, 60, 75, 90, 105, 120, 135, 150. There we go. Oh, someone's showing off. There you go. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I did that. I've never practiced that before. Yeah. But, so, but it was, you, you never had the time to learn it. Normally I say to people, if I gave you it a day, would you be able to learn them? And they go, yeah, I could do that in a day. Yeah. You've done it in 10 seconds. But sure. That's all right. <laughs> um, but the point is, you've, as an adult, we've got the ability to go away and do it would only take time. Sure. We can know with confidence at the end of that amount of time, we would do it with you know, 100% accuracy. It's well within my current abilities. The point here is that your comfort zone is full of those things that are easy things you haven't done yet. And a lot of people think that, oh, I'll do something new and some things that I do are new are going to be easy. And that's getting outside your comfort zone. It's not. Your next sort of level up is doing your best. 
doing your performance, and that's where you draw on all your resources. You do your current best, and we love our best because, again, we can be confident yeah. in that ability to produce that standard. But you don't get better by doing your best. You get better by stretching and challenging yourself to go just beyond your current best. It's what um, psychologists sometimes call the zone of proximal development. That's right. It's, it's Lev Vygotsky's uh, idea of the zone of just, just a bit more than what you're comfortable with right now. That's right. And I, I've never seen a child proximally develop, so I call it a learning zone, but it's the same thing. And um, the point there is that as you go beyond your current best, you feel uncomfortable. You feel uncertain. And for that child who thinks that learning is about discovering their abilities, they're going, well, that's the limit of my abilities. I can't go there. And they rush straight back to the comfort, the certainty of their comfort and performance zones. And what, we, what happens then is that you learn to fear going into your learning zone. The relationship that we're talking about here is to get to understand, to get to know your learning zone. And so one of the things we talk about is identifying those times when it's okay to be in your comfort and performance zone. So sometimes we want to do breadth work. We need to perform and do the things well, but we need to know other times when actually today we're going into that learning zone and to expect that it's going to feel like struggle. It's going to feel uncertain. It's going to feel, I like to say, seven out of 10 uncomfortable, not 10 out of 10, just like unsure and uncertain. And that we're going to have to put that effort in there because the effort is the cost of growth. You see, we talked about the kids who go, oh, it's hard, I'll stop. They think if this next step is hard, the next step is going to be harder. The next step is going to be harder again. The step after that is harder and harder. And, of course, they give up. Who wants to go down that path? But someone with a growth mindset recognises that it's only hard until you make it easy. You invest the effort and the thing that used to be hard becomes easy. Ralph Waldo Emerson then, said that which we persist in doing becomes easier for us to do. Not that the nature of the thing itself has changed, but that our power to do has increased. That's right. And the people think that hardness, difficulty is a property of the problem. It's not a property of the problem at all. It's a property of the, or the relationship between our current abilities and the problem. Mm. And if we raise our current abilities, the thing that used to be hard becomes easy. And so what I'm wanting parents to do and teachers to do is to talk about what it feels like to be in your learning zone and to help students understand or children understand that being in your learning zone, that struggle that we feel, that uncertainty, that discomfort we feel is a temporary feeling, not a permanent one. The, the price of growth is struggle and effort. And once we pay the price, once we... Um, go through the right type of effort, we grow and the things that used to be hard become easy. James, I love this conversation. I'm sure the parents are sitting here going, yes, yes, I just need my children to understand it. Because this is a podcast for a time for parents who just want answers, are there any specific ways that parents can talk to their kids in like a minute or less, things that they can say to their kids when they're saying, I can't, it's too hard, don't want to, no. What can parents do and say to help them to get into that that zone of proximal development, to get, to get into that learning zone, to become agile learners, kids who love the challenge because they know it's going to stretch them, grow them, and then make something that was hard easy? All right, so two things I think I'd suggest. One is what we've just been talking about, to recognise that you need to get comfortable with that discomfort. 
that that struggle is a part of the process of growth and that that struggle is a temporary thing. In the moment, particularly if those students are on the low growth end of the continuum, they're probably not going to buy that. Mm. Repeat the message, though, helps. The second thing is to uh, help them recognise where that's occurred in the past, to recognise their own backstory, to say, look, think back to the last hard thing you did. How easy is that now? And to recognise that struggle has paid off in the past, it'll pay off again in the future. Yeah, I love it. Can I can I throw in a third one that just popped into my head as you were saying that? I think it's it's useful for us as parents as well to highlight. Uh, I I'm no good at this, but guess what? I've been working on it, and look what I can do. When they see you struggling with stuff, and and I love that quote. I love what you said. Effort is the price of growth. Brilliant. When they see us putting in the effort so that we can grow, surely that example's got to be worth something. Yeah. We could have another whole podcast on the idea of effort, perhaps save that for another day. Hey, uh, James, if people want more info from you, uh, whether they're parents or maybe they're uh, school uh, leaders who would love to uh, bring you on board so that you can have a chat with them and their educators or parents who want your resources, where do they go? What do they do? Yeah, just jump onto my website, jamesanderson.com.au slash parenting for the parents. And you can jump onto my blog there. I've got a whole lot of downloadable resources and I run regular workshops for parents as well to help them unlimit their child, develop growth mindsets and develop their learnership in, in school. Useful and valuable conversation. James Anderson, what a what a treat to have that conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And if you would like more resources to make your family happier, why not check out a Happy Families membership? All the details at happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.